राधे राधे एंड अ वेरी वॉम वेलकम टू स्वामी मुकुंदानंदा पॉडकास्ट ओनली ऑन गूगल स्टिचर आई ट्यून साउंड क्लाउड एंड स्पॉटिफाई यू आर लिसनिंग टू द माइंड मैनेजमेंट चैलेंज सीरीज एंड टूडे इज डे फोर्टीन ऑफ दिस सुपर ऑसम जर्नी ऑन डे थर्टीन वी हर्ड फ्रॉम स्वामीजी अबाउट द थर्ड एस्पेक्ट ऑफ सरेंडर विच इज हैविंग फुल फेथ दैट गॉड इज प्रोटेक्टिंग अस एट ऑल times let us now move on to day 14 and i'm really excited to listen as to what is the next aspect of surrender but before that if you haven't checked out our previous podcasts make sure to check them out only on the 21 day mind management challenge playlist we all are receiving so many graces from the universe the earth we walk upon the air we breathe the sunlight that falls on our skin creating vitamin d all of these are gifts to be aware of the gifts that we have received this creates the attitude of gratitude One poet was sitting in his home pondering over the deficiencies in his life not enough good clothes to wear or delicious items to eat when all of a sudden he heard a knock on his door he went up and opening it at his doorway he saw an astonishing sight There was a man with one leg missing. He was holding himself up with a staff that he held in his arm and the other arm was missing. But this man had a string of toys hanging around his neck as a necklace. He was selling toys. He said, "Sir, I am a khelone wala." I am selling these wares would you be interested in buying any the poet was moved to pity and with the utmost empathy for the perceived suffering of this toy seller he said khelone wala don't you feel bad about what you are missing in life the toy seller said sir i am just remembering what i have one leg and one arm also i have the opportunity to sell these toys i see them as objects of happiness that i give to bring joy in the lives of others so i am perfectly happy is there something i can do for your bliss the poet thought about it here am i who have got a body that is completely intact but i am repeatedly thinking about what i do not possess and here is someone with one arm and one leg missing and yet he is thanking god for his graces 
the lesson in the story is to remember the gifts that we have received this creates the attitude of gratitude which is the fourth point in sharanagati to the lord we all are receiving so many graces from the universe the earth we walk upon the air we breathe the sunlight that falls on our skin creating vitamin d all of these are gifts without the grace of the almighty we cannot even eat one lady bought lunch for me and i asked her devi ji who made this sabzi she said swami ji i made it i said you made it did you make the aloo the potatoes or the gobi the cauliflower no 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 that was not me my husband purchased them from the market i cleaned them and cooked them i said who made those vegetables in nature mud transformed into edibles does any human being have this ability to convert mud into fodder let us say you go to the best technological university of the world and you ask the scientists and nobel prize winners there sir i am interested in putting up a plant where on one side mud is put in and on the other side we get the vegetables of our choice all the scientists of the world will lift their hands admitting defeat this technology is not available to us so all the fodder is created by the technology of god which means when we eat we are receiving his prasad what does prasad stand for grace whether you have offered it to the lord or you have not offered it the fact that it is edible means it is the grace of god without which it could not even have been created gratitude means to become perceptive of the gifts that we have received in our life let us say there is a son to maintain whom the father has worked hard literally cutting his stomach to feed his little one tell the son feel gratitude for all your father has done for you the son says why should i feel grateful he's been doing his duty his father was doing it for him and he's doing it for me now what will you say about such sentiments you would say kritagni ungratefulness in the same way if we do not realize the gifts that we have received we tend to become ungrateful one lady who had been engaged received from the in-laws site a beautiful nathni a nose ring 
and she was showing it to her Saheli's girlfriends. You know, it's such a wonderful golden ring with diamonds studded in it. A saint overheard that saint was Kabir. He said, Nathni Dini Yarane To Chintan Barambar. You got this Nathni from the side of your beloved and you are remembering him so often. Nakadini Kartarane Tako Dio Misar. But the nose was given by the Lord and you are not thanking him. The problem is what we have received, we tend to take it for granted. If these gifts were to be snatched away, we would start realizing their value. To be aware of the gifts that we have received, this is the spirit of gratitude, which is the fourth point in Sharanagati. Just as a cow grazes grass for a little while and then sits down later to chew and digest it. Similarly, with the help of this recently published book, The Science of Mind Management, you can digest this knowledge and make it a part of yourself. Do utilize this. Now let us move on to the fifth point of surrender. I am going to cover two today. The fifth point is to see all we have as belonging to Him. Nothing belongs to me because one day I am going to leave it all in any case. Even Alexander the Great, who had so-called conquered the world, his story is very dramatic. Before he left on his conquests, he went to visit the monk in Greece, Diogenes, for whom the barrel was too big, while for Alexander the whole world was too small. So when Alexander reached, Diogenes looked at him with disdain. Alexander said, Are you not scared of me? Diogenes said, Are you good or are you evil? Alexander said, I am good. Then why should I be scared of you? Alexander said, I am Alexander the Great. Diogenes said, If you were actually great, you would not have said so. Alexander said, I wish to conquer the world. Diogenes said, nobody can conquer the world. You will not come back. He predicted. Alexander went conquering lands, crossing the seas until he reached India. And in India against King Porus, he did win. But the victory caused so many losses to his army that they got exhausted and Alexander decided that he must now start going back. But he had heard so much about Indian yogis that he thought, let me take some with me. He asked his soldiers to go and find a yogi. 
They reached an ashram where an elevated sage was sitting and they said to him, We have come from the king Alexander and he will reward you profusely. Come with us. That sage refused. They went and conveyed the message to Alexander, who then decided to come himself and requested the yogi to accompany him back, offering a variety of rewards. The yogi refused them all. Alexander was unable to convince him, but one disciple of his, he succeeded there. The disciple used to say, Jai Kale. So the Greeks, they named him Kalinos and he accompanied Alexander. Apparently, Alexander received some amount of wisdom from Kalinos. That is why he wrote in his will that when I die, my hands should be put outside the coffin. That is why it is said, Ikathe ghar jaha ke jar sabhi lokon ke mali the. Sikandar jab gaya jaha se, to dono haath khali the. Even the great Alexander could not take anything with him. Factually, nothing belongs to us. We came empty-handed and we will go empty-handed. This illusion, this is mine, that is mine, is a big mistake. Ram Krishna Paramahans put it so well when he said, God smiles on two occasions. The first time he smiles is when the child is unwell and the doctor has come to see. The doctor tells the mother, don't worry, I will save your child. God smiles, Mr. Doctor, is birth and death determined by you or by me? And the second time God smiles is when two brothers divide their father's property. They measure the land with tapes. They construct fences and put up boards. One says, this is mine. The other says, this is mine. At that time, God smiles. What is yours in this world? The whole world is mine. To give up the sense of proprietorship, to break away from this illusion that I am the Lord and the master of what I possess. No, I am the caretaker. The Lord is the Supreme Almighty. Surrender means the cultivation of this sentiment in our intellect. It all belongs to Him. This then is the fifth point in Sharanagati. We have covered five points now. We will move on to the sixth point in the next episode. Okay, that was some very deep and profound wisdom by Swamiji today. And he very beautifully explained the next two aspects of surrender. The fourth aspect of surrender being 
grateful to god at all times so it again is all about seeing the glass as half full rather than seeing it as half empty and i really loved the example of the fifth aspect where swami ji said that for diogenes a barrel was too big and for alexander the entire world was too small isn't that the case with us as well we feel that this world is ours but in reality what is it that we possess nothing so let us now move ahead and do some deep contemplation upon these two aspects of surrender sit comfortably with your back straight and your neck straight and close your eyes take a long deep breath and with the exhalation free your mind of the worries of the present the anxieties for the future and find yourself here and now it is the weekend after your morning routine you're looking forward to start with your weekend chores it is a beautiful day in early spring you're feeling refreshed and energized by nature coming back to life the nice breeze promises a warm day your step is light and your mood is playful you exchange a few jokes with the kids as they leave for their saturday classes your spouse waves goodbye as they all get in the car and off they go You have the house to yourself. You get to work right away as you want to be done with the cleaning before they're back home. You enjoy cleaning and almost approach it as a sacred act and spiritual practice. You find it to be very cleansing and purifying. You feel uplifted by it. You like to sweep the dust away and reveal the shiny surface underneath. You feel like you're bringing back to life these household objects and they're thankful to you in return. It feels like they look happier too. As you go through the house and put everything in order, You realize how much you enjoy this place. You moved here 5 years ago so that your kids go to better schools and you have loved every single day of it. The neighbors, the location, the schools, the commute, everything seems to have worked really well. You realize 
how much you have to be grateful for in this life. First, the basic things that we all take for granted are all here. Your health, your family's health, the jobs, and then everything else that you have achieved together. There are no guarantees in life for anything and you feel truly blessed that God has graced you with a good life and family. You start dusting the old piano and lifting one after another all the elephant statues that you have placed on it. You love elephants and you're kind of obsessed with them. You have at least 50 in your house, all different colors, teak, rosewood, walnut, marble, and stone too. You love the peace and serenity that an elephant brings with it. Such a big animal and at the same time so gracious, kind and gentle. Your thoughts go back to your visit in India and the many temples your friends took you to. You were in heaven. You loved the deep spirituality. You loved the traditions. You loved the simplicity of life and the humbleness and sincerity of the people. You felt happiness wherever you went. The air around you vibrated with intense happiness and bliss. An unforgettable feeling. It was there that you realized the finite nature of human existence. In the big picture, our life is just a blink of the eye. And yes, it goes so fast. Do we even have the time to get attached to things, to people, to being here? You remember the ashram that you visited with your friends and the lecture that you listened to. Surrender your intellect to the Supreme Lord. Nothing belongs to me. We came empty-handed and we will go empty-handed. The illusion of this is mine, that is mine is a big mistake. These words really impressed you and stayed with you. In your thoughts, you go back to your childhood and remember your grandma. You were so fond of her. She was the life of the party, animated, vivacious, witty, with a great sense of humor. 
She was an entertaining storyteller and always made you laugh, sometimes to tears. You loved her with all your heart. One thing she was known for, she used to collect things, all kinds of things. Her house was full to the brim. And one day, she was gone. It was a sad day, and you remember it well. This was just her body. She was gone. But all that she had and claimed to be hers was still there. In her house, she didn't take anything with her. These thoughts firm up your realization that you need to give up the sense of proprietorship to break away from the illusion that you are the master. Rather, you are the caretaker and the Lord is the Supreme Almighty. It all belongs to Him. You go to your puja room and light an incense. You bow down deep in gratitude and surrender to the Lord. You bring the image of your favorite deity in front of you and pray that you always keep this sentiment in your heart and cultivate your intellect to think that you are the caretaker and not the master. You finish cleaning your house with this new sentiment and you look at everything with this new conviction. I am here to take care of this house and my family and to enjoy the blessings that have been bestowed upon me by the Supreme Lord. Nothing is mine. It all belongs to the Supreme Almighty. The door bursts open and your happy kids run in laughing and full of energy. You hug them tight and thank the Lord for all the blessings in your life. Slowly, start bringing your mind to this present moment. Become aware of your body. Start moving your hands. Rub your palms together. Bring them to your face and feel the warmth. Gently rub your eyes and with a few blinks open your eyes. Okay, that was another beautiful meditation for today. 
now it is time for day 14 challenge so as we all heard from swami ji that we need to inculcate the sentiment that everything belongs to god so let us know in the comment section as to what are the tools that you would use to increase detachment from the world how do you practice the sentiment that nothing is yours and everything belongs to god so let us know about it in the comment section and if you would like to connect with swami ji you can follow him on his social media accounts you can follow him on facebook instagram twitter pinterest and youtube to attend swami ji's program please visit www.jkyog.org and until we meet next time keep listening to swami mukundananda podcasts only on google itunes stitcher spotify and soundcloud